0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Wild at Heart podcast here in the week of August 15th. For those of you who have been wondering, (laughs) we've been off for three weeks, just needed a break, needed to let the staff have some family vacation time, and so we took three weeks off. Hope you noticed that, (laughs) but we are glad to be back with you now with new content and live material. Back in June, so we can go all the way back to the month of June, I had some of the team here in the podcast studio with me, Alan and Alex, Jamie from our staff, and we were talking about kind of the two-year effects of the global trauma, the low reserves, and I thought it would be really good, now that we've had some vacation, to have the gang back. So, Alex? Alan. Jamie, welcome back.
1: Thanks, John. Thanks, John.
0: Thanks. Good to have you guys back in here. And folks, we, we didn't rehearse this. We are coming in fresh with, how are you doing? Where are we now? We were talking back in June about how our reserves tell the true story and what it's been like on all of us and the effects of pandemic trauma and the global pressures and the warfare of living in an hour like we're living in. And the apathy, lethargy creep. Do you remember? Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: I do. (laughs) The last part, the creep, (laughs) the lethargy. Yeah, that's still familiar? (laughs) I'm right back in June.
0: Okay. So what did we talk about? How many recovered that? Let's help one another and our listeners. What do you remember from those conversations?
2: I remember that my tank was below empty. And, you know, I think I'd use the analogy of some vehicles have the reserve tank. So the main gas tank and the reserve tank. And I, if I were that vehicle, had gone on empty on my main tank, but had nothing in the reserve tank. So that's a very vivid memory from that time and our conversation there that I was just out of gas and trying to make it through.
0: I remember Mm -hmm. the reserve tank story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was helpful.
3: Yeah, I do remember reserves being low, then talking about that. But I also, I remember the effect of that was that I didn't have the capacities that I normally would have, patience, mm-hmm. and I remember the sense of um, just the guilt of that because it felt like I should be doing so much better than mm-hmm. I than I was at that time.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Because, I'm, you know, I don't feel like I was living poorly making poor choices but i was still really low and that was that was a little embarrassing
0: even after a lot of soul care yeah yeah you were low
3: yep Mm -hmm.
0: and we're putting this were i i don't know how you're doing now so (laughs) all right (laughs) we're gonna find out here in just a moment what else do you remember from it was june 20th and 27th podcast it was
1: I remember um, in the midst of the recordings and then after going, I am in worse shape than I thought I was. Like I wasn't doing well, and I, th- I think that, that our podcast would reflect that, but there was almost a sense of trying to be doing better than I am, and just through those conversations realizing I I'm actually more empty than... I try to be, if that makes sense. I found myself um, just going, wow, I think I need more even than I thought I did during those recordings.
0: Yeah. You were the one who introduced the idea of the lethargy apathy creep Mm -hmm. of like, I love making dinner for my family. Yes, yes. Not making dinner as often as I'd like to, Mm -hmm. you know. Love working out, Mm -hmm. not working out as much as I'd Mm -hmm. like to. Kind of that creep,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. So that was a really helpful concept Mm -hmm. to me.
3: I think what grew out of that in that conversation that became really really helpful was realizing that there is an attrition to that, right? That lethargy, creep, will work its way into more inner parts of your life yeah. and I think you named it John the epicenter and the epicenter being our life with God
0: mm-hmm.
3: and that that's where all the lights on the dash are on when it starts invading that epicenter of your life with God and you start feeling totally. the lethargy of I don't I don't want to pray today
1: mm-hmm. I don't
3: want to spend time with God today. Yep. Like, I'm just tired.
1: Yep. Right. That was huge for me too, yeah. that whole concept. I hope we talk more about that because... Well, you. Were, <laughs> I just appreciated
3: your
0: yeah. candor, Jamie, last mm-hmm. time because you admitted we were rolling out 30 days to resilience,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which you have to have not listened to the podcast for a very long time, <laughs> yeah. not to know what that is. But we have an app called the Pause app, the One Minute Pause, and we released a new program in that, a morning and evening centering prayer, meditation, beautiful yes. communion with God program for 30 days, 30 days to resilient morning and evening. And Jamie, you were admitting <laughs> <laughs> that the whole staff is like, yippee, and let's get on board. And you're like, really? <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: one no, more no. thing.
0: <laughs> and, and you did one All session. Right. And realized how wonderful yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's a fascinating little anecdote on that. The wonderful news is we have 30,000 people currently enrolled in 30 days Whoa, to resilience. It's just amazing. So, all yeah. of you listening who are in there, like, way to go, folks. Yeah. Such yes. a good choice. Oh my gosh. It's so helpful and so mm-hmm. wonderful. I'm on my second time through. Mm. Because I'm aware that mm. that I just need it. I just need that morning and evening help. Yes. And sometimes I'll listen to a session twice in a day. And I'll do the morning session and I'll do it again an hour later. Mm-hmm. But here's a fascinating piece of information. Mm-hmm. But not very many people are completing it. Really? Yeah. yeah. In other words, they started it and mm-hmm. they're somewhere in it and I have a friend of mine who's probably listening to this right now admitted to me, I can't get to the evening sessions. I, mm. I, I have to listen because you have to unlock each session to move on. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm doing the evening sessions the next day. So mm-hmm. he's looking mm-hmm. at 60 days to resilient, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, which is fine. That's totally fine. But I just find it fascinating. It's like, wow, we don't have eight minutes? hmm for God, for our souls. like That's how crowded life feels. That right. That's how low some of us, our capacity is. It's like, oh, I just don't have it today. So I either don't have room for it or I just don't have it. Mm-hmm. But, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What's that about? Mm. It's a fascinating thing. Thrilled with the number of people in the program. Really want to encourage folks to stick with it. Anyhow, what we were doing was reviewing the idea of lethargy, apathy, creep, getting in closer and closer. First, you give up the gym, you know, and then you give up your evening walk and you give up your small group, and, and it starts creeping in. And then it gets into the absolute epicenter, which is your life with God, the source mm-hmm. of our recovery and resilience in this hour. So that was June. And then in July, we learned as a ministry, it's really helpful if we can coordinate everybody's vacation time. And it's not mandatory. People can take the vacation whenever they want to take it. But we try and get everybody to focus yeah. on July because if we're all out you know, somewhere in the month of July, it's just more helpful with meetings and projects and recordings like this one and stuff. So we are all coming back now from various vacations and staycations and folks just enjoying, you know, mornings on their deck, reading in the sun and other people got to the beach and how are you now? Reflecting back on June, reflecting on the two years that we've been living through and the desolation that's been trying to get in and kind of all the things we've been talking about, how how
3: are you? How was, how was summer? Uh, Okay. I'll go first. I'm doing a lot better. I wouldn't say I'm 100% in terms of having 100% reserves and ready for the next big thing in life, but I'm doing better. And um, getting some time away obviously was great. Yes. And Mel and I got to go celebrate our 25th when we did a big trip and Actually went up to Alaska and happy anniversary. Yeah, and I I never never been up there, and I didn't realize Eden moves to Alaska every <laughs> July. Like it's incredible, and um, for the time that Mel and I were in Alaska, the timing was really pretty cool with thirty days because I had started the thirty days program previous to us heading out on that trip. And I, I know we'll talk about more about the 30 days in this podcast, but man, John, like it is anointed. Mm. And my experience of it was like, like you, Jamie, it was a little bit of, you know, do I really want to jump into this? Like, it, do I have the energy for it? That sort of thing. So it took a little bit of...
0: Plus, I'm going on vacation. Yeah. yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> right,
3: right. And uh, yeah, and that was part of the consideration. Do I really want to do this? Well, I'm in Alaska. This is going to remind me of work, but I had started it a a few weeks previous to that. And oh my gosh, like the kindness of the process, the way that you lead people through it, it's, it's, there's nothing demanding about it. It is soul filling and it is receiving the life of God. And it's a, and it's a very easy way to do it. Um, it's kind way to do it. So So I was in when we went on this trip, but it so happened that the trip coincided with the, let's see, it'd be the fifth week, the fifth block Mm. that you did of five days each. The Eden Temple of your heart. Yes. Yes. And to be in Alaska and, you know, sitting outside, like the imagery is beautiful on the app, but I'd set the phone aside and just look out into these bays and these fjords and glaciers and encounter God through the app and through what you were leading in terms of receiving the Eden glory of God into our heart. And that was immensely helpful. And so I would say getting away was helpful, but I think what was mostly helpful to me in the last month has been that process of Mm. renewing just simply my love for God renewing the depth of God in my heart and connecting with him there. Mm, so mm. I do feel better. Do you feel better coming back?
0: So grateful yeah. to know that. Yeah. How's that reserve tank, Alan?
2: <laughs> yeah. Great question. Uh, to me, the last month has filled my primary tank to full Um, At least this is the way I look at it. But the reserve tank now, I actually have the capability to start filling so that it will be there when I need it. Like, I I came back a couple of days ago to the outpost for our first day really feeling like I'm here. Now, like Alex, I don't have enough in me for some major massive thing. But I feel like my day-to-day is back again. And before i left friends would text me reach out how are you doing and i would have to just respond and say i really appreciate you reaching out even a text feels overwhelming right now to me because in my mind at least no matter how i respond you're going to respond back and then i'm going to need to respond back and i don't have that in me so i'm going to have to get back to you in august Because I literally didn't have the energy or even the brain cells to think through those kind of conversations that were pretty simple. So that's how I went in to the beginning of July. And we got to spend time at the beach uh, through a lot of miraculous ways that God moved and that that people moved. And it was such a gift. And it was such what our souls needed. Um, our whole family got to go and it was just a week of leisure, uh, a walk about a block and a half from where we were staying to the beach and the beach was mostly empty. And so it was just nature, beauty, just the sound of the waves in the ocean. But I'll tell you a funny story at the beginning. So I hadn't seen the ocean, like I said, in six years. And we're finally there. And so we pull into, we get there in time to have dinner at this restaurant that's right, you just walk across the parking lot and the beach is there. And so we go into the restaurant, we park, and we get the little buzzer that'll tell you when your table's ready. And so they said, it's going to be 30, 45 minutes. And we're like, fine, we'll just go walk on the beach and we'll get the buzz when it's time. So all five of us go down and walk to the beach and it's like one of those moments in a movie where, you know, ah, you're like here it is, finally, <laughs> and after all this time, and it was sunset and it was beauty, and so Kelly and the kids run into the water, and I'm standing there just looking, and I'm holding the beeper, <laughs> and I'm like, I did, I did, and I couldn't get their attention because they're already in the water, and so like I had to just turn and go back to the restaurant. And and I felt like it was God's playful way of saying at the very beginning of that, yeah, you need the beach and the ocean mm. for your soul, and that's a glimpse. You're going to get it, but mainly you need me. Like You need me more than you need the ocean. And so it just set the, the course of the trip in a playful way in the right direction for me, which was, yep, we're here, and this is what I've been longing for. God, you're right. I'm actually longing more for you this week in this setting. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Really glad you got to the beach. Really glad that at least your daily tanks are doing better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent better on the okay. daily tanks. That's really now good I to can hear. work on the reserves.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jamie, how about you? Yeah,
1: I resonate with that, like the main tank getting full, or Mm -hmm. I don't know that mine is full, but just with some time and space, I'm more full than I was back in June. But along with that analogy, that filling of that tank for me has now given me some space to be able to work on the reserves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So there's part of me that's a little tempted to go to shame and disgrace of the ministry because I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent, but just to have some time to deliberately focus on pushing back those things that were encroaching on the epicenter gave me some space to breathe, mm-hmm. gave me some space to move, gave me some energy for my daily life. And now that I have that, I feel like God is saying, now let's tackle yes. that epicenter. Now let's work on the reserves. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have done that, though, at the beginning of our time off. And I wasn't able to even access that portion. But through the past few weeks, just to have some pushback away from the epicenter, clear things out a little bit, and now I can look towards mm-hmm. that. That's been, that's been amazing. Mm-hmm. That's where God is going with this. It's not that... July was like the downpour that I needed, but it was a way to, to push back and, and to gain some insight into what I need now for life and mm. for wholeness.
0: Yeah. It is often true for people approaching counseling mm. that what they actually need first, they need rest in order to be able to enter into the process mm. because yeah. right, wow. you know, you, you suggest counseling to them, that it would be very, very helpful and healing and life-giving and restorative. And they're like, I, I, I can't even face that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have the energy to tackle those issues in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't want to go there right now. But if you can get a little bit back in your tank. Right. You feel, it doesn't
1: feel as overwhelming. Yes. It, it feels like you can take some baby steps.
0: There you go. That's good. I'm really glad to hear this. We haven't touched base, yeah. and I thought we'd just go ahead and do it in the studio for the benefit of our friends as well.
2: Well, so how about you, yeah, John? John.
0: We had a very, very funny marital moment last night in our house. So we are in August, and demands are coming, and Stacy was kind of in the posture of, hey, um, that's okay. Here we go. Like, let's say yes to these things. And I'm like, babe, babe, hang on, hang on. Can we, can we just, like, before you say yes, don't answer that text right now. Let's just talk about how we're actually doing. I said, honey, yes, we got some time away in July. We did. And we got up to a cabin in the mountains, very, very simple, walks, reading, naps. We napped every day. We did. We got two wonderful weeks of that. I said, sweetheart, what honestly, what it feels like is we pulled into the gas station and we got a half a tank. (laughs) And, and I, woohoo, like I'm (laughs) grateful. But, hun, it's a half a tank. We can't start burning through that half a tank right now. My God, we just got it back. (laughs) We have got. You could see, like, the lights beginning to go on. She's like, oh, you are right. And and even the analogy of pulling into the station and getting half a tank really helped her. Mm -hmm. She went, okay, that's right, that's true. Yeah, no, I don't have a full tank. I have a half a tank. I said, right, so what will you do now to increase that half a tank? Not just, you know, stomp on the accelerator and burn through it. In yeah. August, because we actually need that for the coming fall. We've, we've got, you know, three events for the ministry coming up. We've got a lot going on. There's some international things. So, like, babe, like, we can't just blow through mm-hmm. <laughs> the genuine gift and reserves we did get. Yeah, praise God. Thank you. It's half a tank. Yeah. Yeah. And so we need to add to that now. So that, that's how I'm doing. I'm grateful. I'm well. I loved, loved the woods. I love the naps. I loved the permission to read or not read.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to read today. You know, just, just that, just the permission to be a human being. But today I was back at my desk not for the first time, but I was at my desk today and I was going through email and I was and the requests.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love that love. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead,
0: Jamie. Finish this
1: sentence. <laughs> There's a few requests of your time, John. Yes.
0: The requests are pouring in. And I noticed my heart's reaction. I wasn't leaping with like, ooh, ooh, far out. Ooh, awesome. Oh, I can't wait to get back to this person. Now, I love you out there, those of you who are wondering if it's you, (laughs) (laughs) um, but it was very, very telling that, yep, I got a half tank. Super Mm -hmm. grateful for that. It's not enough. And I could blow through it very, very quickly if I don't live well Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, Yeah. And just offer, 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 yes, 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 give, give, give.
2: What you're saying reminds me, John, just last week, we had a situation at home where our youngest, Chase, is 17, and he's been given the kind of the older family car to use, the Suburban. But what happened was the Suburban was stuck permanently in four-wheel drive, oh, no. oh. and so it couldn't get out. We don't know how it clicked into it, but it couldn't click out, and so we had to take it to the mechanic, and he was like... Yeah, man, you're going to burn through tanks of gas every couple of days until you shift into two wheel drive. And so he had to fix it. And we did. And now everything's normal again. But this analogy we're talking about with gas and with our tanks, like no matter what Chase did until it could go into two wheel drive, we were going to forever be burning through mm-hmm. gas. And I just, to me, it was another way God was showing me. Alan, you need to get out of four-wheel drive because if your reserves are really low, it may be because of the way you're choosing to kind of drive your life, how mm-hmm. you're how you're so driven.
0: Yeah. Now let me ask you a couple questions. So back in June, what we were reflecting on, low reserve tanks, COVID brain, the forgetfulness, the memory loss, the apathy, lethargy creep, are the effects of living in the hour that we're living in right now? They weren't the effects from, wow, May was really rough and woohoo, you know, we got July, now we're okay because it fixed May. What we were reflecting on was to be a human being right now, and particularly to be a friend of Jesus in this hour, it's a very, very draining hour on the earth for a whole lot of reasons. The pandemic trauma, what that actually did to the human brain, to the soul the spiritual warfare of the hour is very, very intense. And the the lure to the apathy lethargy is you begin to try and resist that, you realize, oh my gosh, this is stronger than me. Mm -hmm. This isn't just me. So that was what had led up to the conversations, the two podcasts in June. We've gotten some reserves. We've come up for air. Got away for a week or two, people got some rest, I got some joy. Alan, before we left, we were cranking to mm-hmm. get 30 days done. Yeah, right. We were plowing through recordings, edits, multiple edits, re-listen to this file. You know, there's just a lot of work to right. get a project like that done. What if I told you that we need to redo mm-hmm. it this fall?
2: Well, I think Taco Bell is hiring right now.
0: <laughs> and I can
2: do bean burritos quicker than that. But um yeah, it would be it, it would be exposing immediately that that question is exposing because I don't have it in the tank to do that and I would find a way somehow, of course, but yeah, I think I I would just burn out really fast trying to get there.
0: Yeah. And Jamie we were launching Resilient, and we had, I don't know how many interviews I did in June. I think it was 60. And booking those and rebooking and coordinating and working with the, you know, the publishing company and da 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 and all that stuff. What, what if I told you we're doing don't
1: that? Don't even, don't. <laughs> I just can't
0: hear it. <laughs> right? Aren't you having a physical reaction to
1: that right now? I am. I am. It was a lot. It,
3: it was a lot. Okay. Alex? Right? What if you told me we were doing an event in three weeks? (laughs) This is where
0: it gets brutal, listeners. Wait, we we are doing an event in three weeks. What? (laughs) (laughs) What if I told you we were doing three events this
3: fall? Yeah, we are doing three events this fall. What's your body doing right now? Oh, Yeah. I mean, my immediate reaction is, oh, man, how am I going to do that? Yep. How am I going to do that? Same here and it makes me back up, and it makes me go, okay, God, I need you. I need you. Like, he's the only way. Yeah.
0: Here's why I bring that up. Summer, for most people, not for everyone, but summer for most people is what we just experience. You get away to the cabin, you get to the lake, you have some friends over, you do some barbecues. It's just a more chill time of year. Mm -hmm. Everybody kind of chills, and so yeah, the restaurants are open and the decks are open and patios and all that, margaritas, on, you know, and the sunset is really helpful. It is helpful. We feel somewhat refreshed. We do. But, like, have you watched any of the news right now on what the airlines have been like, particularly international travel? There were so many bags in Heathrow that United had to send a separate 757 or some huge, you know, one of those transatlantic airliners just empty to go pick up the bags. The international travel has been off the charts this summer. Everybody's out there getting joy. Everybody's out there, you know, trying to get life, get Mm -hmm. summer, Mm -hmm. mountain biking and swimming and all this kind of stuff, which is good Mm -hmm. and insufficient. It's good it's insufficient. And my concern is the momentary relief makes you feel like, hey, all right. Wow, we're past it all. I'm, I'm back. I'm, I'm good again. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then you look at your fall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if I were to say, hey, Jamie, we actually need to get another 60 interviews booked Mm -hmm. in September and October, you would just wilt. Right?
1: Right. Right. And I would,
0: like, I I can't, I
1: can't. And what I want to say also is the fact that you were at the ranch for two weeks, that didn't mean that people weren't requesting of your time then. And so there's, there's backlog. Yeah. So it's not like we in whatever capacity stepped out for a period of time and the world also stopped to allow us to do that and it will pick back up when we're in the office but
0: you come to the backlog yeah 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 and alex you're dropping your daughter off at college (laughs) this this month
3: yeah yeah yes well, that's where I'm just going to stay present to today because I don't like <laughs> okay. crying on podcasts. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm not going to make you cry,
0: but life yeah. keeps coming. It does. Life keeps coming. Yeah. And so what I thought would be helpful to reflect on is the difference between what we would call the natural assistance, the natural help, the natural graces, mm-hmm. and the supernatural that help. Because Get Your Life Back was largely around the natural graces, learning to pause, learning to release, less technology, get into beauty. And those are all, it works. I mean, Mm -hmm. you just heard the four of us say, it works. Mm -hmm. Alaska worked, Mm -hmm. right? It worked. Beauty worked. Totally. Yeah. Fishing worked. Solitude worked. Walks in the woods worked, right?
1: Absolutely. Yep.
0: It works. It helps. But it is not sufficient. It's helpful, but not sufficient. And the false relief that can really creep in until the next thing hits and you go, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know that I can face this fall. I don't know that I can, you know, whatever it is, the challenges that that our listeners are facing. I have half a tank. But I could burn through that so fast.
2: Well, and then we start putting our false hope in the next Alaska trip or beach trip in, yes. okay, well, yeah, right. in 12 right. months. Yes. And we're toast at that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: yeah. So I'm going to let you into like the core of my experience of God while I was away. It was really fascinating. I love nature. I love rivers. I love beauty. I love lakes. I love fly fishing. I got to do a little, but not a lot. And every time I would go out to do, like, an adventure, it would kind of just go, okay. Like, literally, the phenomenon with fly fishing is I would catch one fish. Mm. One. Mm. And I'm on these little streams and stuff that normally, you know, you're catching these little brook trout. I'd catch, you know, 20 in an outing. Catch one. And here's what was going on. I I could hear God saying to me, John... My Eden, not Mm. the one you're trying to create. Mm. My Eden. In other words, you need supernatural resilience. You need more than a day on a stream, John, that won't carry you through the fall. It will refresh you, but it's not sufficient. And it was amazing how he kept redirecting and redirecting and redirecting my heart to what I needed which was some very deep and very profound time with God. Very, I, and I would do I would do thirty days. I do it four times a day. You know, I do two morning, two evening. I mean, in worship in prayer, in walks, and prayer and walks, like deep immersion, because the natural graces are helpful, and they refresh and renew. They really do. I love beauty; it renews, but it isn't sufficient to the need. Mm-hmm of our full recovery so like to your empty reserve tank you know it's not sufficient to that need nor is it sufficient to address you know the things jamie you're saying you have enough room now Mm -hmm. to look at the things he really wants to address right yeah so we're going to pause the podcast here and we're going to pick up next week with part two of this conversation